Hello, hello, my people. How are y'all today? Today up today. Uh, Lisa doesn't like poetry like I do, so I'm excited about tonight. How about you? I'm excited. Um, I just got out of poetry a little bit, so it was, you know, kind of new getting back into. So I'm excited, but I'm also nervous. Yes, well, welcome to Inside Out, people. I'm going to tell you what poetry is about. Poetry is nothing but literacy work, and it just which is a special intensity is given to an, to an expression of feelings and ideas by the use of distinctive styles and rhythms. So poetry can be anything. Like, rap is a form of poetry to me. It's just a rap. <laughs> if you sing one of these songs, if you just talk a song, it's poetry to me. So I'm excited. I'm going to actually I'm... be doing a point tonight and I'm excited. I'm ready whenever you are um tonight um we're gonna be talking about chronic relationships, twin flames and soulmates. But I'm so excited to hear your poem. I want you to get into that so I can see what that is about, so I can see if I even want to do mine after yours. No, listen, my poem is so childish, it's ridiculous, but um, I did want to do it because just to tell people, show people that there's different forms of poetry. So I think I'm going to start on mine. So I can get mine out of the way so we can have lovely callers to call in and give us and let us listen to their wonderful voices and their wonderful poetry. So my um, poem is titled, Look at Her. It says, look at her. Who is she? I have to know who who is she. Those big, beautiful almond-shaped eyes that smile bright enough to light up the, the universe. I love to suckle on those voluptuous breasts. Look at her. Who is she? She has the hips of a goddess. I'd ride those curves any day. Shawty thought should have they, their own company, and I want to be the lone wolf living on them. Mm, look at her. Who is she? If I could get one night with her, I'd open those thighs like a river dam, releasing all her juices. Mm, look at her. <laughs> She has a fragrance of only that only God could have made specifically for me. Damn, Shotty smells so good to me. This can't be a dream. I can't be sleep. Little mama got me speechless. I can tell she a fish little thing. Don't take shit from no one. I can tell she's a lady in the streets, but a freak in the sheets. Damn, here she comes. Walking my way with her head held high, sun-kissed skin. My baby got me rising to the cages. Yeah, I said it, my baby. I had to step to her and say, hello, miss, what's your name? She smiled at me and said, hello, I'm your cousin Tanya. Damn, what a shame. <laughs> that is title. I'm not about Look to play with you. <laughs> Wait a minute, because I was like, I was like, wait a minute, who who is she? Is this, is she you? Like, 
I'm trying to figure out who this girl is, and I'm like, I'm trying to put it together, and then you hit me with that at the end. I'm like, I know she didn't just say that. <laughs> yes, girl. I said, oh, my gosh. This is all this for You got to be a little childish. I was so goofy, y'all. Y'all don't even understand. <laughs> yeah, I had to hit the phone oh, on that. She's tripping. <laughs> See, I was trying to um, think of one that I wanted to do because, like I said, I've been doing this thing um, where I'm writing one poem, one poem a day, and I have stuff that's stashed, and so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. Well, I'm like, no, nah, well, you know, maybe that's too sexual right now. I don't want to, you know, ease that. I want to ease that on them. I don't want to be the person I really am. And I'm like, well, no, nah, don't do that one because that will make you sound like you're angry. So then I'm like... Yes, so then I'm like, no, I'll just do one off the top of my head and hope it makes sense. So, um, girl, I don't know if I want to do that now or jump into the topic. I'm kind (laughs) of shit. (laughs) Um, I'm like all over the place after that. Like, that's still on my mind. Well, I guess I'll just jump into the topics. Um, Like I said, karmic relationships. A relationship you know, learning hard lessons from our past lives, balancing your karma. Then the twin flame, you know, the intense soul connection. You know, sometimes we call it a, a marriage soul and the yes. thought to be, you know, the person that, you know, is supposed to be our other half, you know, but one soul split into the two bodies. And then a soulmate, you know, it is what it is. It's a person whom, we, you know, we share deep feelings with. And a lot of people love to think that it's, connected to like you know a relationship but it's more than romance i mean it can be it can be a platonic yeah yeah it it just comfort and just anything compatibility and trust so it's funny i chose this because i chose this because somebody was reading my book the red room and he was like you deserve that karma and at first i was pissed and I was just like, you know what? I couldn't even be mad at him because in all reality, I really did. So we went on to talking about soul ties and how to break them. And, you know, he told me karma isn't done. And and I, I was in agreement with it because I know it's not. And I appreciate him because he called me out on my bullshit. And the reason why he did that and nobody else ever caught it, like anybody that I talk to or read my material, I feel like he was the only one that caught it, and it was the fact that I love in threes. I know that sounds crazy, but um, you know how they say black people dies in threes? Well, I love in threes, and I've never fucked in threes or dated in threes, just love, just so we're clear. And, you know, one day I was in a beauty shop. I was like 23, and you know how you do in a beauty shop. You sit there, you gossip. She's like... I wish I could have a man that was capable of loving me while I was in love with somebody else and loving someone else. And I was disgusted. Like, I really was. And then, like, two years later, I realized I wanted the same shit. Like, I was really living what she wanted, but with the best of both worlds. And so I feel like pain and pleasure, they go so well together. And it took for both of them to hit me at once for me to wake the fuck up. So <laughs> let me tell you about my soulmate. I won't say his name because this woman thinks I'm fucking him, and she was playing on my phone this week. But 
But Pepe is one of my soulmates, and we're both, we were both just like, uh, listen, learn to one another. You know, and soulmates don't have to be together. And with Tim and I, it was too toxic, and one of us just had to release. It was like one of us had to hurt both of us in order to finally call it quits, you know? And But I feel like the love will always be there, but it's just that, you know? And he came to me this year and last year about getting back together, working it out, blah, blah, blah. But I can't see me doing that. Like, I don't want him, like, if if that makes sense. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, the love uh, yeah, which is I, sad I just, like, like, you know? So, but with my twin... You know like, what makes it worse when you when someone looks, like likes you and you don't like you? And you it's really like, <laughs> love is like a cat, a, like a dog chasing a cat. Like, you want to, and then... Um, you want to be all in love with them, but you don't like them. You're trying to pursue somebody else, and then he is still like chasing you. And so I'm I getting to that. You. Yes, yes, I'm getting to that. See, you see, you know me so well. See, like my twin flame, it's a little different. He was different, and I say that because I mess things up. But his name is Marcus or Krim, whatever they want to call him. Um, this man made me feel like everybody I thought I loved was lust. And we met at the haystack and to each other we were new in town. Like I had never seen him, he had never seen me. He was mm, he was maybe twenty years older than me. I can't really remember the age, but um he overheard me and my me and um some older ladies we were talking about my first book and he you know, he just started questioning me and like from then we just started talking for two hours. And it was like we knew each other and, you know, it was I felt like after talking to this man this long, I felt like I was in love. It was so funny because I'm not one of them people to be real big on emotions like that, but it was just like he had my full attention, and I don't even remember who I was talking to at the time, but I stopped talking to them immediately. And it was like I I did not want to leave without his number, and he felt the same. It was, you know, he caught me leaving, and he came up to me, and we started talking or whatever, and he gave me his number. We talked all morning. He had told me he wanted to see this movie. So I sent him back a text with the movie time. So we ended up, you know, going to the movie. He offered um, to meet me, but I was just like, you know, I'll pick you up because I know I'm always late, and hell, why? we might as well both just be late together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it, it was just a thing after that, like, he would cook breakfast. You know, he we would sit there like we would lay in the bed. I would read to him, like read my new material, or he would lay back in the bed and kind of be shy and like here listen to my music type shit. And I felt like he knew me better than I knew myself, and vice versa. And it was kind of like we could see through one another. The shit sounds cool, but it's frustrating. Like it really is. And it was hella love for one another, but. It, I don't feel like that particular relationship was about love. It was about truth. And when it ended, like, I was beating myself up for, like, fucking things up. And we talked, you know. He was willing to make things work. We had planned dinner and fucking, of course. And it had been, like, six months. And I really had just stopped everything because I was just like, you know what, I'm going to make this right. 
but I was finding myself as I was, you know, I was like, well, I'm not going to have sex no more until, you know, Marcus, we patch things back up. Like, I'm not going to fix this with sex. I'm not going to fix this with liquor. Like, just shit like that. And I regret standing him up. I really do. But then, because at the time, um, I didn't realize, like, he his mission was to guide me. Like, that was his whole mission and purpose. And because it was, I felt like I learned so much with him. Like, he elevated me to this place. Like, I can't. I can't even describe it, go by, and I was just like, I didn't even want to have sex at that point with nobody, but like I said, I let these months go by, we we kept in touch, but you could tell like the love was gone, it was just dry ass conversation, and in the same month, well, months on down, that's when I met Chevy, and honestly, at first, I talk so crazy to him. I don't even know why he loved me the way he do. Like, I honestly don't. And it was everything of a soulmate. But he was my karma, and I told him that, like, once we started, like, getting serious, like, I could just tell, like, and I would tell him, like, bro, you are my karma. He's like, why you say that? What did you say? And it was like, karma, <laughs> like, it's going to get you. But her measurements, they be way off, like, yeah, I did this, but I didn't deserve this. It'd be that type of shit. And I feel like now, like, I let most of the hurt go because I knew it would happen eventually. And he was just too much like me. And from the beginning, I had no business. <laughs> That's what I have anyway. But, like, it was mental at the beginning. Like, we just talked. It was just cool. And then, like, five months later, we had sex, making it a year and a month into my celibacy journey, and I got pissed because I fucked that up because eventually he started to get on my nerves. But I, but I feel like the sex is what made me blind to the fact that it was all wrong, like, because I could already read his mind, but at the same time, I was his peace. And I know for sure, like, him and I as well, we shared a soul, like, in the past life, they were reversed. You know, but at the same time, all of that was happening. We were still falling in love. And but at the same time, again, like, he was just too much to maintain and tame. And he's the reason I hate Leo's. Like, he really is. Marcus is one, too, but nothing like this. You just disrespectful. <laughs> Don't do no. I'm a Leo. The lioness is <laughs> I know is you are. <laughs> the lioness is here. Don't do Leo's like that, Okay. <laughs> It's not the same I as the my, I, Listen, I felt my soulmate, and I wasted four months talking to my soulmate to know that just because you're my soulmate don't mean we got to be together because, bruh, first of all, you boring. <laughs> you need some juju juice up in your system or something because <laughs> I couldn't, like, like, it's different because, you know, you, like, want, like, a guy look at you and you like, no, boy, don't, what, what you looking at? Like, like he can stare into my soul. And I just, like, man, that's my soulmate. I already know it. But could not be with him because our spirits weren't the same. Like, you know, you got the soul, you know. And then, you like, my spirit animal was just, like, he hadn't, he didn't have one. Like, I'm like, where is your spirit animal? <laughs> he didn't have You're one. You're boring, sir. <laughs> I'm trying to be lively. I'm trying to live life, sir. You got 
gonna meet me halfway there. You ain't meeting me. I know we. we I I used to tell him. I know we. If you are meant to be in my life for a reason, and you know what that purpose was because he he taught me patience. Like the last four months, like all I did was talk to him, and we taught each other. Like I talk, I talk. He doesn't. I for like I didn't force him to talk, but I would be like, you know, asking multiple questions and. Um, I mean, he'd be, I'd be like, do you think I'm talking too much? He'd be like, no, because I don't talk. So you're helping me talk more. And I'm like, whoo, now you're just boring because if I don't talk, you don't talk. So I'm just like, this ain't going nowhere. Thanks for teaching me patience, my soulmate. Now you have to go, okay? <laughs> you're not meant for me. Yeah, I totally you know agree. My, but then... Yeah. You meet a motherfucker that live life too fast, like Chevy. Like he was, he lived life faster than I believe anybody will allow and can keep up with. But I also, like you said, like with him, I feel like he was teaching me patience as well. Because I know there was times I I should have killed him, and I'm just being real. Like on some, if I was crazy, like people think I am, like that's what I, you know what I'm saying? Like he drives you to that point, like. Bro, you're not going to drive me to the... No, hell no. I'm getting out the car now. <laughs> and I just feel like with, with him, though, I ain't going to lie, like, he hurt me to my core, but I feel like karmic relationships, they're, they're around as long as needed. You know what I'm saying? And But I feel like after the debt is paid to karma, now that you need to go. But this motherfucker won't go nowhere. Like he will <laughs> not move around like like nothing. Like <laughs> I don't know what's the, best, the like, best way to get rid of the karma is to let like cut it off. Like no talking, no texting. And you you text me, I'm not even about bruh. to like say don't bruh. text me no more. He just, type like, of person, cut him off. He type person, he gonna call you twenty times, you block him. He's going to find another way to call you. He's going to use somebody else's phone to call you. He's going to tell somebody else to get on Facebook. He might do a pop-up, like, stuff like that. And I keep telling him, like, I don't, I just can't see us making it work. And then he the same person that was like, well, you didn't say anything about feathering our relationship. Now, bitch, I don't want to be nothing. Like, <laughs> you know, and it was just, it's just so crazy because, like, a lot of shit has happened over the years. And like I said, he, he don't understand that it'll never work. It's like, it will always be something. And he believes that that's building our foundations while excusing his actions. You know what I'm saying? But I don't hate him. I mean, I feel like niggas would be niggas. He just was not the one, like, forever connected. <laughs> but no, like he makes me realize that I really want to be single and shit. If he was here in my life to teach me a lesson, I was I was awful. <laughs> if I deserve that, I was an awful person, you know. And my last one would be my healing soulmate. And I didn't even realize this until I was just typing today and I was just like, you know what? 
there's always four of something, <laughs> you know? And I was like, my healing mate. Who is my healing soulmate? And I thought of you. So I want to say thank you because I feel like I don't even know if you know, like, we've been friends a long time, and I realize the stuff that I've told you I haven't told my sisters. And I feel like we've grown together. We've seen each other grow. Like, we're watching each other grow. And, hell, you know, yeah. these are darkest secrets. Like, I feel like I could send you my news or something to be like, hey, what this look like? And you're going to give your honest opinion. And it's, I don't know, I just feel like, I don't know, it's a healing process. Like, I feel like we both go through our own shit, you know what I'm saying, at certain times, maybe even the same time. But I swear, it's like every time I'm going through it, you reach out to me. Mm-hmm. And it just be on some hay type shit, but it turns into this yeah. full-blown conversation, you know? And so I'm just like... Yeah, she stuck with me. I know you probably think I'm crazy, but I feel like <laughs> yeah. it's been an amazing journey with you. And especially when we get to writing and conversing about the freak shit, like I feel like I feel like I can really just say what I want to say to you about stuff like that, and you're you don't judge me. And hell, you either got a story or you're gonna laugh. So I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Right. All right. Do we got any people that want to call in? I know we got some listeners. No. I'm waiting on people to call in now. Do you know what number they're calling? Because I would love people to call in and listen, talk to us, all of that. 319-527-6064. Mm-mm. I'm waiting. Maybe because I'm calling. maybe because I'm on the the I line. Have to I to <laughs> Welcome. Can you hear us? Hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, we I can, can hear you. you. <laughs> oh, okay. So, How are you? I'm good. I'm fine. I'm calling from Davos, Texas. And I have a question. Okay. So I've been listening to the, uh, you know, the love woes, and I understand that the topic tonight is about um, soulmates. Yes. Right. So I just wanted to ask a question, maybe get clarification on, you know, I'm an older person, so y'all using y'all are using like some, you know, terms that I'm not really familiar with. But I, I, my question is this: What is the difference for you guys uh, between a a uh, like for my era would be like a booty call friend and a soulmate? <laughs> And a, you know, like a love interest. Like, I look up soulmate, and it says that it is a person uh, who is perfectly suited to another in temperament, a person strongly resembles another in attitude or belief and ideological belief. So, for you guys, and y'all 
lingo or language or understanding, what's the difference between a soulmate, you know, and just someone that you really like hanging out with and having some intimate time with? I won't say so that. So to me, um, so a soulmate to me is somebody that you don't have to have that physical connection. It can, it's all mental. Like I base my soulmate off a mental connection. It has nothing to be, it's like a whole vibe or aura. Um, It doesn't have to be physical to me. The physical comes way after the, um, I find my soulmate. That's just me. Um, And I, I've only found my soulmate once and my whole life, I've not ever said, oh, that's my soulmate. I've only did that one time. I felt a way connection more that was more mental um, than it was physical. And then um, F buddy, whatever everyone calls them these days, I'm like, you too, I don't know, whatever people call them these days, um, like there's no connection. I mean, there's like you've got to have some connection to ha- want to have sex with somebody, but there's not a connection that, that makes you want to be with them for life most of the time. It's just some fun or um, there's all, when people say there's a reason for a season type person, I feel like that's the type of people F buddies are, but a soulmate is a, a thing that can last a lifetime to me. The difference is. Well, so, I mean, um, I'm, oh, you can go ahead. Well, okay, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to hang up, and then I'll just listen. So according to the other young lady's experience, you know, if a soulmate is someone that you have, like, a lifetime connection with, and to, and in my mind I call it a commitment, then, you know, that means that you're pretty much inseparable. Like, if you find your soulmate, I believe that that would be someone that you would be inseparable with. But if you break up with them, are they really your soulmate? And I'm just going to hang up and let y'all speak on it from there. So thanks for taking my call. Okay, thank you. Thanks for calling. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and answer her question before I jump into these other questions because I didn't. Okay, the thing yeah. is it's so easily to confuse the two um, of a booty call in a relationship because these days you can be laid up with a person and you could think you're in love with this person, but the whole time you're a booty call to them because they're really just coming through when they want to fuck you. Nowadays, they just chill a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are so confused, and I feel like, see, that's that's the thing, and a lot of people hate it, and I hate it too because just using him as an example because it's real life, like, with Jeffrey, like, even though we're not together, like, there's nothing, like, I can't get from him. Like, if I wanted to, I can go talk to him. Like, it's just, like, like we take trips together. Like, I don't care. Like, you do your thing, I do mine. But, like, we are bound at the soul. And it's it's a crazy thing. You know, and I don't do booty calls. Like, I, I call you. I'm You, I, you can be mine, but I'm not going to be yours. <laughs> so um, um I really like, I understand what she says that like some people like if you're a soulmate that you that's somebody you like supposed to be 
committed to and forever. Um, but I don't know because I feel like my soulmate, he taught me um, how to be patient. He taught me um, things that I didn't think I could do anymore, which I have found myself in that. And But then there was like, there was no more than that. Like, I don't know. It was like, it's a different feeling, I guess, because there was no more connection now. Like, I couldn't get him to go. I couldn't get him to go out. He didn't want to do that, and he wasn't ready to commit. Well, does that mean that we're not, that we're still meant together? Maybe we are still meant to be together, but I'm ready and he's not. There's, you can't, com- I can't commit to my soulmate if my soulmate's not ready to be committed to. I don't know. I feel like you don't have to be together to be a soulmate because, like she said, you know, there's someone you're committed to, like a life partner. You can still be a life partner and not be in a relationship. I mean, there's all different type of labels to everything, but a life person, I guess that's I mean, that's somebody that's in, in your life for life. Oh, I'm sick of them, too. I'm sick of them all. I don't want a soulmate, twin I'm flame. Twin flame. <laughs> I think my sister's my twin flame, like... Like, my, like my sister knows me way better than my own mother knows me. Sometimes I'm like, that will be your soulmate. I feel like she's your soulmate, not your twin flame. She can say something. My she mom can she say something. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, you can have different soulmates. They don't have to be relationship wise. And I'm cutting into to some of our questions, but. I want to go ahead and get this point out the way <laughs> before I freeze up and be like, I don't want to do it. And then I'll get back to the questions. But I'm really nervous to do this because I put poetry down years ago. And like I told you earlier, I wrote this on paper. And when I was reading it, I ended up reading it backwards and it ended up making sense. So. Since everything is a mirror of everything, I want to do mirror poetry. I want to try it anyway. I don't know how this sounds. (laughs) I have not done this um, in front of anybody. This will be, yeah, the first. So, yeah, let me breathe a little bit. It's called Don't Say Goodbye. I don't even know what was in my head, what I was going through when I wrote it. But like I said, I wrote it as it came to my head in it. Sounded like it made sense, so here we go. Say I'll see you later. I want you to return safely. I want you for my morning afters. A 400-year curse, slavery, the pandemic, we're survivors. Your black life matters. P.S. Don't say goodbye. I know how hard you try, so don't lie. And we can get through anything, move past it, and get back to our riches. Because what we got is worth more than money. Work it to a queen bee. Yeah, my love is like honey. So don't say goodbye. Where we go from here, it all depends. They say life starts when a church ends. Attaching my lungs up to you, I don't want to ever end. Don't say goodbye. Don't say goodbye. Attaching my lungs up to you, I don't want to ever end. They say life starts when a church ends. Where we go from here, it all depends. So don't say goodbye. Working to a queen bee, yeah, my love is like honey. Because what we got is worth more than money. Move past it and get back to our riches. And we can get through anything. I know how hard you try, so don't lie. P.
P.S. Don't say goodbye. We are survivors. Your black life matters. 400-year curse, slavery, the pandemic, I want you for my morning afters. I want you to return safely. Say I'll see you later. Hey, Queen, I hear you. <laughs> yes, I like that. Finger snaps. Finger snaps. Light a candle. Somebody light a candle. <laughs> I was just like, and you know, you saying finger snaps, but, bro, when I was saying this, um, I was like, when I was going through my head, like, that's I was just doing this. And I was just like, okay, just write it as fast as you can and then say it. And I was just like, wow, but I don't mess up because I don't know. I've never done poetry. I'm used to just writing, so I didn't know how it would sound. <laughs> Girl, you got, what, two or three books uh, published? Like, you you are a good writer. You, you are fine for a reason. You're good at what you do. Well, thank you. I thank you. But um, let's jump into these questions. Well, I heard you say you found your soulmate. So I'm not even going to ask you, have you found yours? Um, oh, we touched on that too. Do you think soulmates can be a part? <laughs> I feel like we've on them all. Um, do you think you can have more than one soulmate? Um, hmm, I don't know because I've only met one soulmate so far, hopefully. But you know what? I don't mind going back around and go, my soulmate coming, like, when them whippersnappers, like, come back, come on back, bro. <laughs> come on back. Because <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't end on anything bad. It's just like, I guess our time just wasn't meant, you know, it wasn't meant to be, to finish. I wouldn't say it wasn't meant to be. It was just wasn't meant. It, our story wasn't. It's still dot 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 right now. So, I mean, maybe, maybe I could have another soulmate out there. Never know. What about soulmate? I got twenty. I got twenty. I don't care. Um, three six. I mean, three zero six zero. Hello. Yeah. Hello. No, someone just called in, Nikki. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How are yes, you? We can hear you. Good. All right. So we are a couple that's calling in for y'all topic tonight. Oh, exciting, exciting. So we are calling in from a ski. We are the Jacksons. And um we just kinda wanna give our input from a couple standpoint. So we have just celebrated our anniversary of being together for 16 years, uh, married for 11. Years. Thank you. Um, so when you, you asked the question, this last question, it says, can you have more than one soulmate? I'm going to speak from my perspective, and I'm going to let my husband speak. I believe so, and here's why. My husband is my soulmate, but as y'all spoke on, my sister is my soulmate as well. My husband is my soulmate intimately. Um, we both are Aries, um, but we have a very good balance. Did we go in looking for one another to be together this long? Um, he said yes, and I just was filling everything out. We took it a day at a time, but he is my soulmate. I tell him everything. He tells me everything. He's high. I'm low. Um, but once we both are high, whoever's in our past better watch out 
but um, my husband's my soulmate. My sister is my soulmate because um, I can tell her my deepest, darkest secrets. Um, she knows me as well as my husband knows me, and I don't get any judgment from her. Um, so I believe you can have more than one soulmate. Hello? Hello? Yes, hello. What's your name? My name is Ronnie. And from being soulmates, and I really think, to me, I really think you can only have one really intimate soulmate that's really meant for you. I think we go through stages with infatuations of what someone has, you know, can do for you. But I really think there's only one. You know, and and that's a person that can touch every need that you want, is willing to put everything aside um, for you. And I just feel like if you look for a person that has money, look for a person that's cute, look for a person that's this and that, that's not really looking for a soulmate. That's not your soulmate. A person that will put anything aside for you, do anything for you, you know, and, and can look at you every day, and just say, I, I love this person no matter what. This is the person I love and I want to be with. And you know you find your soulmate. I just, especially because we came from already having kids. She, I had one. She had three. You know, and, and I was willing to put everything aside once more and more. We It was trial and error at first, but the more and more I got to know her and know her heart and soul and mind, it was just, I know I didn't want to go be with anybody else or do anything else. This was the one for me. So I, I, and I also believe you can have, like, a friend soulmate, but I also think that you have to be aware how we do those two because you can have people that can pretend and jump in and blind us, and next thing you know, here we go again. So I, I do believe there's only one soulmate really actually out there for you. Ladies, we just want to say thank y'all for allowing us to call in, and that is our view on filming. Well, thank I you. thank you for, for calling us with that knowledge. Thank you. Y'all have a good night. Good night. Bye bye. I enjoyed that. I love. I understand where they both are coming from. Perspective. Yes, it's I, I like, like that it was so a couple. <laughs> you should have seen me. How I was sitting look- over here looking. I was like, huh? <laughs> it's so it's so exciting to hear people call in and give you know their point of view to everything. Okay, I guess we don't have any more callers tonight. We can wrap up our night. No, I still have some questions. I'm so sorry. It um had dropped the call, so I didn't hear you for a while. Don't be doing that. <laughs> hey, hold hold the fuck on. <laughs> we got an hour show here, lady. We still got a few minutes. <laughs> but okay, um, okay, okay. You touched on a few things on um how do you break a you know, a karmic connection. You say delete everything and I feel like until your debt is paid to karma, you're gonna keep getting it. And it's like I said, it's never gonna be what you dish out is always going to be more. When they say times 10, it's times 20. Yeah, better start listening. Quit fucking folks over. 
But um, you tell us about your soulmate. Hell, tell us about a a twin flame or a karmic relationship. I told you about three. <laughs> Jesus, my karmic relationship is the ooh Lord. You know, um, I don't know. I guess my karmic relationship was horrible. I guess because you know. You get like you you think you know you you think you know you need to stop it and then you just keep on going because you try to make you try to please yourself and then you just keep on and then you keep on and you keep on and then until it bursts inside your head and then you the one crying because you don't know how to let go now your karma then hit and you the you the sad one why they they like not caring they over there having their cake and eating it too. So um, I guess like my comic uh, dad or relationship is like you gotta learn when it's time to let go. So that was yeah, horrible. That is but, true. You know, I feel I like grew, a lot of stuff. And I also learned from it. Yeah, you don't have to. Like I don't know. Like you said, I feel like. A, a lot of times we bring that to ourselves because we don't know how to let go because, you know, it hurts and you want to patch it up for the moment or you want to, you just want to feel again type shit. So, yeah. The lesson for today is let go. But do you feel like um, you have any karmic debt right now? No, I'm, I am trying to cleanse my soul, mind, body, and soul of all um, drama and dramatics in my life. So um, that's something that you work from inside out. So it happened once, and I was done with it. So I've learned my lesson. You ain't got to, <laughs> you know, my mama taught me, right, you you ain't got to teach me once, and I'm over I'm over it. So I ain't got, you ain't got to teach me that lesson no more. So um, that's what I'm doing. So no more karmic debt. I know how to let go. It's not worth it, especially not in relationships because it's um, <laughs> it's not. It's, it's just too painful. It's too mentally. It's a mental draining, physical, emotional. It's just too draining. How about Girl, you? Karma hit. Karma hit me so bad. I turned into Jackie. If I get the motherfucker pounds on you, you ain't got to hit me but one time. Uh-uh. I ain't got to. I'm done. no. I feel like um, I probably still, I probably still do have some, you know, some debt, but I ain't, I ain't out there messing with nobody's life because I'm, hey, like I said, it's still hitting me, and baby, no. Like, it's, am I still in debt? Like, that's how I feel. Like, am I really like, I'll be trying to ask myself, like, what did I do? Because, God, motherfucker come through and just straight Sometimes, you, you know like... what? <laughs> I guess when you're in, like, a karmic, like, like all those type of relationships, um, they teach you something, and then, I don't know, I'm, I learned a little bit, maybe, like, I'm 28, and I'm learning to, maybe, I can't find love, because I never thought I could find love. I didn't care to be in a relationship. I thought it was all fake and all of that. But, you know, once you are healing and you open up to new things in life, you can find soulmate, your twin flame, 
you know, X out all that karma out your life. So, yeah, I'm still working on it. I'm perfect. Girl, I'll be glad when she's done with me, like, for real, for real. Um, Have you ever had a one-sided love? Um, I would say that that happened, I guess, well, he he said he wasn't, that he did love me, but the things you do to show love, that wasn't love, I guess. So I, I guess I've been in that one time. But I was young and naive, so I've grown and matured in way too many ways. So, um, yeah, that's my one side. It was. I think I've been in the one side. I've never had a guy like love me. I mean, I guess so. The same person. I guess I've never had no one like love me and not um, uh, and not love them back. So. It just depends on the person, I guess. I don't even like the word love sometimes. Like, <laughs> don't say that to me. I'll say to, like, my sister or my mom or nothing, but, like, relationships, I'm like, ill. do not say that to me. And I'm going to grow up. I'm going to grow up one of these days. I'm going to get it together. And, you know, no, that's real shit, though, because I say that, too, because only because more than one person tell me they love me and I just, I'm tired of hearing it. Like, I don't, I don't really love you right now. Like, I don't think I ever loved you. I was in love with the thought of you. Like, I get to thinking and I get to overthinking. Then I be wanting to, like, like, bro, this ain't love. Like, this shit is toxic. And, no, it just ain't what it is. And I feel like, um, for me, like, I feel like I've definitely been loved one-sided. But I've loved a lot of motherfuckers one-sided. You know, they have loved me one-sided. And... It's just crazy to explain because, shit, one day I might like you, then the next day I forget all about you, then you still be stuck on me, you be texting me, I entertain you. And, you know, at least other things I had to learn to get out of that. Like, I'm so glad I changed. Like, it took for all three of these things to happen to really, like, shake me up and wake me up into this different spiritual awakening and you know it's been a crazy journey but um i'm learning like it's a lesson learned like i said like i don't hate nobody it's it's just been a lesson <laughs> but um do you have any questions you want to ask no ma'am i had a great time tonight i'm waiting for you to um Read another read another poem. See, there you go. <laughs> I was I said that, but then I was gonna skip that. But um I'm gonna do that. But before before I do that, I wanna shout out to Earthly Goddesses. She has some of the best so like she has some like she has the scenes. She has um beard oil and like um, I'm so in love with the soap that I hit her up and I was like, hey, how about, you know, we do business together. Like, I bring some TAC-infused products, you know, natural products to your your product line, and we do, like, some TAC-infused coconut oil for the skin or, you know, do stuff for people with acne or hyperpigmentation and just everything. So, like, 
So now she's starting a whole another thing, and she's going to do, like, some honey and turmeric and a whole lot of stuff. So I'm excited for that, to be a part of that. So I just had to shout her out because that folks smells so damn good, girl. <laughs> and, you know, like, I'm a fan of, like, natural products, and then I like Dove, but that that rose soap she got, that pink and white one, it just felt so good on my skin. But about to close us out, we'll be back. When you say we'll be back, maybe Thursday, 8.30. How about we talk about self-pleasure? Yes, ma'am. So self-pleasure Thursday, 8.30. But before we go, um, me and my crazy-ass mind, I was just thinking, and, you know, black people, we always crown for Jesus. So I want to do Jesus on the main line. <laughs> and y'all don't laugh at me. My thoughts, I know, um, a little bit different, but bear with us. So Jesus on the main line, right? Mayday, mayday. Cops never come, so we pray. Negro spiritual, spiritual beings catching the Holy Ghost in your eyes, a full-fledged demon, but never mind because you're a Christian. Blonde-haired, blue-eyed demon forced us into thinking and believing our free minds wasn't the way of thinking. And while I'm on it, you label anything as witchcraft with the Bible. However, I'm on it. My kind is in it. They wrote it, so let's write it right. Bring all truth to light. Like Nas, all I need is one light. Like David striking Goliath, I only got one strike. I'm giving my life back, knowing I did it. Y'all can't sleep on me, but good night. I can tell her.